Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CAPITAL, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. At RICO, we make TMI work for the insurance industry. From automated customer onboarding to accurate invoice processing to your claim was approved, there's no such thing as too much information. Our experts unlock the power of your trapped information so you can spend more time focused on what matters most, your customers. We love TMI. RICO, imagine change. Welcome, everyone, into the Unbearable Podcast. I am your host, Brad Barron, and to the side of me is my partner in crime, Blake Barron. Blake, do you have anything to say to the people? You know, I'm just, I'm excited for this Bears season. I'm excited for football to be back. Uh, Had a half day today, so I am doing well. That's great. That's great. And yes, like you said, football is back. It's finally going to be coming here on Saturday. Super excited, and we have an awesome show for you today. So what we're going to be going through today is, Blake, as we know, preseason can be boring as hell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's super boring, and it can be absolutely brutal. So we're going to be showing you the cheat sheet. So grab your pens, take out your phone, write this down. We're going to be giving you the jersey numbers um, and who to be watching for for this preseason to make it as enjoyable as possible. And what we're going to be doing, too, is just going through first team, second team, third team, fourth team, the bottom of the barrel, guys. So you have everyone that you can watch for right then and there. So let's kick things off. What do you say, Blake? Yeah, let's do it. Uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kick things off with the first string offense. But yeah, before I say that, I, I have to agree. Preseason is boring as heck. The Hall of Fame game, I was excited for football to be back, but I think I watched the first quarter and that was about it. And Straight trash. <laughs> Straight trash. So yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm more specifically excited for Bears football to be back. Um, 
and I think this list will definitely get you guys excited to uh, watch Bears football. And my first pick for the uh, offensive first string is Marquise Goodwin, uh, number 84. Uh, I I think he's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, we just got him for free agency. Uh, one of the fastest guys in the league right now, wide receiver. He's getting a little old, so that speed might have declined a little bit. But I think with him and Mooney and Allen Robinson, he's going to be very exciting to watch. He's going to have great matchup opportunities in the preseason. Um, first, the pretty good secondary of uh, the Dolphins. So we'll have to look up for that one. Uh, second on my list is Cole Komet. Uh, I think we've all seen the pictures of him being absolutely jacked in the gym. And he just looks super healthy. He looks like he's eager to go. He looks like he's ready to prove uh, that he's the number one tight end in this league. Uh, and he's I'm excited to see him finally come out and come into his second season and play very well. These shirtless picks, I haven't seen much of these. Uh, <laughs> you, you're searching for Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. Uh, looks great this year. You're missing out, yeah. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's looking just juiced up he's definitely <laughs> you know i think i think everyone listens to what i'm talking about i'm not the only one <laughs> i'm not the only one looking i'm sure his picks of cole Komet. i think um and on another you know sexy man we got i i think andy dalton is gonna be a very stone cold sexy yeah stone cold you know the red <laughs> the redhead himself i think he's going to be very exciting to watch uh even though i was very disappointed when they got him in the beginning of this uh or the end of the season last year and i think he he showed very good arm talent and stuff from what i've heard in training camp and he just seems he seems better than mitch trubisky even though i love mitch i think we all we all try to like mitch great guy but he's not a good football player, and I think uh, Andy Dalton is a great guy and a better football player than Mitch, so I'm excited to see him um, run with this offense. Yeah, you have anyone else on that list? or um, I, I, I put Tariq Cohen as a question mark. I oh, don't man. know if he's even going to play. Uh, yeah. That's why I have as a question mark. I don't know when he's going to be back. They, you know, they... Injury reports always say he's oh, he got one more week. He's got another. You just don't know. You don't know with him. Yeah, I've been hearing he's been looking stiff, that they just don't think much of him, like he's not even going to play. I don't know what to think about it, but I want to see him out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too. It's If he's looking stiff, that was his number one. That's his game is he's got to be elusive. He's got to be quick. I mean, if he's stiff and he's this five – four four foot two guy running out there he's gonna get jacked up so he's got to have his quickness i mean that's his whole game yeah and and only thing that i would add to your list would be uh center number 67 sam mustafer he is someone that i i just want to keep my eye on because he is someone who i seeing how he was performing at the end i remember back back last year when we were watching some of the games, as soon as he came in at center, the running game got going. Mm. So now, is that running game going to take off 
from last year and be exactly where he was at and where we were at last year. And can he actually, can he block well? Can he kind of take it to that Mm -hmm. next level with this just destroyed offensive line? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can he take control of this new unit? Because, yeah, they definitely showed it at the end of last season. So. Uh yeah, what what's uh you got the picks for defense then? Yeah, so so from a defensive side of the ball, so with the starters, the first person is right smack dab in the interior. I've number ninety one Eddie Goldman. I don't expect him to play much, but he after taking the year off of COVID from with last year and then getting COVID <laughs> this year, like you felt so bad for the guy. He just got activated today on Thursday. Uh, Friday (laughs) so he just got activated today on Friday so I I want to see if he's actually going to play is he back and ready and healthy people are saying that he looks a little trimmer you know big and athletic so hopefully he comes out just smacking people in the face speaking of people that you hope come out running I got number 94 Robert Quinn on the edge because (laughs) he sucked last year mm-hmm. only one one or two sacks I believe last year as we all know he got one on his first snap and it's all about the quickness off this jump and can, does he have that it's from training camp I don't know about you Blake but I'm hearing that he's doing well yep I'm hearing the same exact thing and at the same time too I'm hearing everyone and their mother is doing great as well against our offensive line too (laughs) so I'm a little bit nervous about that but I want to see what does he look like against uh, against the Dolphins is he able to still have that quick step does he have that and speaking of people do they still have a quick step my next person inside linebacker 59 Danny Trevathan I am questioning if he's going to be on this team you can save some money, just some, about a half a million according to Spot Track, if you cut Danny Trevathan. Does he have his first step? He was running behind a lot of people. People were able to dominate against him and really take him apart. Is he looking like old Danny Trevathan? Because when I'm looking at this team, I see they added Christian Jones, Alec Ogletree. They brought in Brandon Marshall. Is he going to be able to compete? Because the writing's on the wall. It's either him or the backups. We just have to still see. That's to be to ter- to be determined. And last but not least, Kendall Vildor, the surprise that was on the starters for corners. I just want to see how he's playing out there. He seems smart in man coverage last year, but struggled a little bit in zone where exactly he should be. Hopefully now with a year and some training camp behind him, he's able to really piece things together and take it to that next level. So that's really a lot of the starters that we have out there. Like what you were alluding to, Blake, yeah, just just enjoy it. <laughs> enjoy when the starters are out there. Have some fun with it. But switching it over, back to you, Blake, from the second team, um, after our starters go out, who are you then looking for for this next next wave who's on who do you have on your list for my list uh first off i want to say yeah robert quinn after his sister getting uh that gold medal in the olympics i oh, think yeah. he has uh he has a lot to prove on his scale <laughs> i mean his sister's beating him in athletics i think he's gonna get a lot of crap from he's gotta learn on that first step you yeah know? Exactly. he's gotta yeah. bring that yeah she seems quicker than he does so he's gotta learn something so 
for my second string defense, I have Travis Gibson. This guy, I don't know. If oh yeah, seems kind of like a mystery name because we did not hear anything from last year. He recorded a whopping one tackle last year, and that's it. <laughs> so I think he need he's he's on the second string, so he must be doing something well. Uh, he's physically gifted. He's he's someone we haven't seen of much, and I think that's someone that's why I'm excited to see him. Is just what can he do? Like, is he gonna be a solid second stringer uh, to the outside linebackers? Is he's um, is he just going to be a good good backup? One of my favorite quotes about Travis Gibson, though, was with PFF in their draft guide. I was looking back at some of the former draft guides that the Bears had, and Travis Gibson was on there, and they said, if you draft this guy, don't expect anything year one. And like <laughs> we got to tackle. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, second year, assume that he's just going to freak out and just dominate. Mm-hmm. So... Hey. Yeah, that's that's a good point because I mean, he's physically gifted, and it's kind of like Leonard Floyd, where he was physically gifted, but he didn't really have the technical skills. And I think that's why PFF ranked him. You know, like talked about. I don't like that. Is he's got all this? He's physically gifted, but he just doesn't know all the rushing moves and stuff. So, uh, next person I have on my list is Desmond Trufant. Uh just like uh, Marquise Goodwin, we got him in free agency, and he's going to be the first year on the Bears, but I think he has a lot to prove, and I think this is one person we're going to have to see if he can even be in the starting lineup. Uh, with his old age, he's got to prove something, and he he seems like he's kind of declining, but also he's on the Detroit Lions, so <laughs> that's not saying much. Everyone sucks on the Line. Yeah, let's get Especially real. on the D end, you're gonna yeah. suck. So <laughs> maybe being on a good defense like the Bears, he's gonna produce pretty well. But from what we've seen in training camp, there's younger players that have been, you know, playing in front of him and getting a spot. And you know, you gotta expect more from a veteran. So he's he's gonna be someone to look out for. And right behind him is Artie Burns. This is just like Travis Gibson. Uh, he did not put up any numbers last year. Not many numbers. So I'm excited for to see him and see him play. Because uh, he's been kind of off and on with Trafant and stuff. Uh, playing with the first team. So I'll be excited to see uh, kind of who wins that position battle between those two. So sorry I didn't say the numbers before. Uh, what a jerk. Yeah, a jerk. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not thinking about the people, you know. Not thinking about not, the people. Not thinking about the people that are watching us. Or listen to us and watching the Bears game. <laughs> Don't get that reversed. Uh, we got 99 for Travis Gibson. And yeah, he'll be lined up at the outside linebacker position. And then we got Desmond Trufant, 21. Artie Burns, 25. And they'll be... Most likely at Trafant will most likely be in the first cornerback position and Artie Burns maybe the second. Uh but we'll see. They they've been thrown around the secondary uh just all over the place, so we'll see. Alright, so I I just had a couple other people that I I had on my list as the second second string for defense. So I had 
big man in the middle, number 95, Kairos Tonga. Even though in the unofficial, he's a he's considered a starter, but I think with Goldman coming back, just because I want to see what he's all about. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing that he's taking up space. I'm hearing that he's moving people. He's got a quick first step. And I want to see it because he's also battling out some other people for roster spots because this D-line, we usually keep about five. So can he be that sixth person? When you shop at a Walmart Vision Center, you get it. You know that you'll spend a little less on stylish glasses for the whole family. Welcome to the Vision Center. Let me know if you need help finding the perfect frames. Hey, Mom, you were right. These glasses are cool. Hun, they take our insurance. That means Papa's getting a new pair, too. Whoa, glasses start at just $39. Next stop, groceries. So you can get a little more of what you need. Find a Vision Center near you. Save money, live better. Walmart. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And then last but not least, I had uh, Christian Jones just because I want to see what he still has in the tank. And like, like what you said, too, uh, with Desmond Trufant being a former Lion. Uh, <laughs> you just never know. Exactly. You never know. You never know is he actually going to be good or not. And also forgot the number. Number 57, Christian Jones at that inside linebacker spot. So. Flipping it over to the second team offense after everybody goes off, this is when the fun happens. Mm-hmm. This, I, I'm pretty you sure we know. For this? We, yeah, I'm pretty sure we know. It's number one, Justin Fields at quarterback. That's all you got to watch. Yep. That's all you got to watch. That's, and especially since he's going to be playing like the entire game, or it sounds like. Uh, it sounds like he's coming in after the first couple series, and then he'll be in and he'll be playing. So. I'm excited to watch him. Obviously, you need to just see how he's able to perform. I'm questioning how this offensive line is going to be, but enjoy it. Even if he's not doing well, I I get nervous about the offensive line, how that's going to put a lot of pressure on him. And that was always something that he struggled with inside of college. Mm -hmm. So with that, I I just want to see how exactly he plays. And it's just going to be great. Just enjoy it. I'm really pumped up about that. And with Fields, the next people, it's a group of three. I kind of cheated with this next one. but It's his wide receivers. Uh, Supposedly, the second string is number 17, Chris Lacey, 10, Demir Bird, and 88, Riley Ridley. Really, the way to think about it is whoever he's throwing to out there, just watch. Because for me, I don't know, it's just... 
anybody that he's throwing to, if he has a good connection with them, they got to keep him on the team. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) If you got it in with Justin Fields, you're on the team. You're <laughs> staying there. You're going to be safe. Make sure you catch as many passes. Buy him drinks. Do whatever. <laughs> be his best friend. So I, I'm really excited to see this. But I'm also curious, too, that Riley Ridley was on the second team because there's that battle for that kind of six wide receiver spot. And Riley Ridley never really suited up last year. You hear good things, then you hear he drops all these balls. Is he actually going to perform? Is he actually going to do something? Or are we going to have a Demir Bird or Chris Lacey, whoever the hell that is, take take his spot? He's got to step up, and he really needs to perform in this game. Yes, I agree. I mean, he's, yeah, you just see spurts, and I mean, with the last name Ridley, too, you expect so much out of him. <laughs> and... I mean, with Chris Lacey, you probably don't expect too much out of him because he's got the last name Lacey with Eddie Lacey. I mean, <laughs> they're not related, but... Eating cheeseburgers yeah, eating is all cheeseburgers they do. Yeah, you know? So, hopefully he's faster than Eddie Lacey because apparently he's Chris Lacey's doing something. And something, too, is Chris Lacey. He's, uh seems like he's more of like a special teamer, too. So, that he kind of has that one-up on Riley Ridley where he's... Riley Ridley is not really a special teams performer, so... Yeah, I and one thing too, that's that's why I'm also curious about Demir Bird. Last year he was with New England and did decent. I remember debating on picking him up in fantasy one time. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was gonna have like a couple good weeks and and he's now coming in here and New England did not have good wide receivers. So can he at least make a name for himself out there? Mm-hmm. I've seen him on some of the highlight reels. Is he going to be able to perform? And last but not least, on my list of second teamers, yet again, this is based off of the unofficial depth chart. That's what we're really looking at. It's this god awful offensive line. I, I we don't even have I don't even have a position for this. It's like if Alex Bars is healthy, number sixty four, look for him because he plays everywhere: center, right guard, left guard, literally every position. He's out there. And Arlington Hambright, I'm really curious about Arlington Hambright, number 71. And um, just to see, because I remember with Latavius Simmons and Arlington Hambright, when we drafted him, everyone was like, oh, we have ham and pig. This is awesome. <laughs> then like rookie training camp happened and then nobody talked about them. Yeah. Th- that's not a good Yeah, sign. like where did, yeah, what happened to him? <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> They're on practice squad and every single like team's like, no, we're not going to no. pick him up. And even when people went down, they're like, oh, crap, we got to play these guys. I'm I'm terrified to see it. But I, I just same. I just want people like I just want you to watch what Arlington Hambright number 71 is doing just because I'm curious. Is he any good? It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. 
escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because we never really saw that. What do these rookies look like or what former rookies look like when they're out there on that offensive line? Because hopefully, hopefully there's something that offensive line is just going to be terrible to watch. I I just feel you're going to be watching it. You're going to be seeing it. If you see somebody hold a block, write that person's number down and that's going to be your next favorite player (laughs) (laughs) because this offensive line is destroyed half to hell yeah you're just hoping (laughs) they are not holding uh ham and pig for (laughs) just like a desperation like emergency where they're just need they're like they know the scheme so might as well just keep them they're big guys so let's just keep them and you know but Hopefully they have some talent, and hopefully they, yeah, they can put up some blocks. You know, if the Chicago Bears social media team is pumping up Ham and Pig again, we're screwed, and they're not going to sign any veteran free agent. We're screwed. Just (laughs) we have a terrible offensive line. But that's all I had on my list. I don't know if you had anyone. I mean, you with your second pick, which was actually, you know, three picks. I also had Chris Lacey. Number 17, Riley Ridley, 18, 88, and Demir Bird at 10. And the only thing I really had to add with them is Demir Bird, yeah, that's a guy he can uh, also contribute in the punt game and kick return game, which definitely helps. And he also stole the favorite guy, Mitchell Trubisky's number 10 jersey number. So... Oh, if you see Mitch. number 10, don't get so excited. It's just a mere bird. It's not Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> um, yeah, we're a, we're a Mitch Trubisky pro podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, but supposedly, I guess he was talking crap about the Bears. Yeah, fans. he was. He was. So maybe we won't be a pro podcast yeah. with Mitch Trubisky because don't we, we, we try to love you. We, we try to be as nice as we could and. It was the national media that was ripping on Bears fans because they're like, "Why do Bears fans love Mitch Trubisky?" It's like, "Cause yeah. he can he can run, and we just need hope. Oh. <laughs> like we just hope to God we can have a quarterback of some sort." And guess what? We have it. Yes, we do have it. <laughs> we're excited. But yeah, but that that was it. So um, yeah, so I'll pass it over. So. Besides that, going over to third string, who do you have on your third string offense? Third string offense, I mean, it's this is a guy, like you were saying before with the wide receiver battle, It's you got to have the connections with Justin Fields at this point, and that's what Jesse James did, number 18 oh, at the tight yeah. end spot. He's uh, came in from Pittsburgh, uh, more known as a blocking tight end, but he seems like he's 
almost a receiving tight end with how well he's catching balls from Justin Fields. Like he was probably the number one guy uh, he's been thrown to since training camp, uh, which is kind of surprising because, like I said, he's a blocking tight end. He's kind of a third string guy, but he's I mean with Cole Komet and then, uh, uh, Jimmy Graham, Jimmy Graham. <laughs> adds adds a whole lot of depth to to the position it's Mm -hmm. it's been a great pickup and yeah like i've i've just been hearing that the connection's been insane yeah it's he's i'm excited to see that connection and you know he jesse james on the bears too i'm i i've noticed i i like to i've added all the free agents that we've signed on this list uh i think i'm excited (laughs) to see you're a free agent guy i'm a rookie guy (laughs) i think i'm excited to see just the new talent that we've gotten and see if they actually you know give us a give us a lead against other teams so and yet another former detroit lion he was there for a year and then gets cut and yeah, we're just picking up all of Maybe that's Patricia's a bad things. thing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That could be the worst thing. We're taking all these people. Or Matt Patricia was just terrible. Yeah. We're going to go with the better. Pat Patricia. <laughs> if we were going to say Pat Patricia was was the fault. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, number two. Uh, talking about Fanat. <laughs> talking about <laughs> fat things. Fat Dick Nick. Foles. I'm excited. Oh, God, no. I'm excited to see him. Uh I I'm more excited to see him incre- increase his trade value so then <laughs> we can trade him and get something somewhat decent. You know, we have the Colts uh maybe as a trade. Uh we'll see with how Sam Ellinger and uh the two other guys they just I think they got Deshaun Kaiser or they got Kaiser Tyler Huntley Tyler Huntley yeah just like Deshaun Kaiser yeah just, just like Deshaun terrible Kaiser. Packer quarterbacks <laughs> terrible Packer quarterback shouldn't be on a team but we loved it when they played you know yeah. people like that yeah and it just puts Packers fans reality into wow this is how it is <laughs> to not have a Hall of Fame quarterback wow. So I'm excited to see him just, you know, increase his trade value, really. Besides that, I don't think he's going to be t- – it's honestly going to be a bummer once they take uh, uh, Justin Fields out of the game. So I'm just trying to be optimistic. Um, <laughs> And then as my last pick for the third string offense, I have Khalil Herbert. This is obviously a, uh, a rookie that we just drafted. And I just heard – all good things about him he he seems like a just very all-around running back he seems like he's he's gonna be in the kick return game he uh maybe in the punt return game he seems more of like a kick returner uh and he seems like he can catch balls in the backfield he can run decently it just seems to have like an all-around game so i'm excited to see what he can do um and he'll definitely make this team i think so as at, at the third string running back yeah, I think that I, I echo that. So, yeah, number 24, Khalil Herbert. He is someone that he's also a home run hitter, which we don't have with David Montgomery, even though yeah. supposedly he learned how to run uh, this <laughs> offseason and, and run faster. I, I, ho- I hope. Yeah. But Khalil Herbert, that was the thing. He was 
you would always break it out. And hot take. I think that he's the replacement of David Montgomery when Montgomery's contract is over. And that's why I'm so excited to see him because mm. I think he's someone that when you you shouldn't pay running backs. And at the end of that, if Khalil Herbert is able to be a good, solid runner, I mean, this is two years down the road. <laughs> Let's enjoy Montgomery. But it could be a passing of the torch if he's as good as what everyone's saying. I, I, that is one hot take. And I, <laughs> I, I, I need a second to think about that. Like, I, I, it I makes just don't sense. want to pay running back. Yeah. It I makes just don't sense. want to pay running backs. The Bears have been doing it in the, in the past with Jordan Howard. They did it, uh, yeah, they did it with, you know, like he, there's no point in paying running backs. And it's the same thing. You don't pick running backs in the first round. That's just not a thing you should do. And that's what the Bears have never done. And, They've gotten all pro running backs. We and paid Tariq. Look what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I love Tariq Cohen. I He's one of my favorite players, and I love that we re-signed him. But he's like one of the top uh, running backs in, in average salary. It's mm-hmm. it's absolutely nuts when, when you have to pay a running back. And that's why I like that logical passing of the torch if Khalil Herbert's able to bring that up. But one other person, too, he was listed as third string. I have no idea what his injury status is because some of the that injuries, the, the offensive line injuries just have kind of piled up like crazy. Be on the lookout for number 75, Larry Borum, if he's even out there, their, their rookie that they got out of Missouri, just to see how he was playing. Played left tackle, right tackle, right guard. Initially, we were wanting him to be right guard, right tackle but everyone got injured, <laughs> so he had to play left tackle mm-hmm. and sounded like he was doing well. So if he's out there, I don't think he is, but just be on the lookout for number 75 if he's actually playing. So, yeah, that's all I have for the third string offense. I guess I would I will throw out Javon Wims, too, uh, number 83. He... Oh, 15 now. I Fif- think. 15. 15. He changed it now. 15. Yeah. He shout out to Josh Bellamy. Wow. Josh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's fitting the same exact role as Josh Bellamy did. <laughs> Just block, block, and make a really good catch occasionally. But if only he did something on special teams like Bellamy. Yeah. He seems to not contribute yeah. on special teams. And so I am excited. He, he's a great right wide receiver like he's got the build he seems like he's got all the stuff but it's just been kind of like almost like riley ridley where he has these drops we saw it in the saints game important drops that could change the whole tide of the game and maybe get to the next round of the playoffs but he like, <laughs> not like you're sour about i'm not it mad at all not, not, not even mad at all about <laughs> just it perfect pass and everything you know yeah. you don't see that much from mitch but it was he he's I I'm a, I've always been a Wims fan. He he always shows up in the preseason, so he's always fun to watch against these worst cornerbacks and stuff because he definitely has skill, but he's not the starting or the second string type. He's always just kind of been this third string, but he performs performs very well in the third string. So he's gonna be exciting to watch. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see because there's also a lot of pressure on him. He's in a contract year. Mm-hmm. Is he going to be able to perform? Is he going to be able to lock that down as that kind of that six wide receiver that we were talking about? Who's going to be really emerging from that wide receiver room as someone who's going to stick on this roster? Is he taking Riley Ridley's job? Wh- who's, whose job is he taking? That's mm-hmm. going to be super interesting to see. But flipping it back over to the defensive side, I, I got this, so I'll, I'll go through my list. And surprisingly, I have a pretty decent amount for this third string. I, I know, Blake, you were you were talking pre-show that you have a huge list as well. And I'm going to start it off with the edge. So on the outside, number 53, Ladarius Mack. I just want to see him. I, I really want him to be on the team. As a brother of uh, Khalil Mack, everybody wants him on this team mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody Everyone. wants him and yet again just like with every other edge player there's a lot of flashes of him doing well against our terrible offensive line so there's that that i want to see that hype <laughs> so i want to see what he has to offer and that's that's really it yeah and like being from uh we we were in the we live in wisconsin uh near the milwaukee area uh and watching the bucks you know uh Giannis kind of has Theonis Thanos Thanos I think it's Thanos Thanos it's Thanos, Thanos it's 100% Arombo no Tentacumpo uh he he it's always nice having and it's good to see that the Bears organization is recognizing that you know this is a business and you need to have chemistry and having Quill Mack, your number one def- defensive player, your superstar, just putting Ladarius Mack in this group just makes him happy. And when you make Quill Mack happy, you're going to make him just throw offensive linemen aside and get more sacks. So I, I I hope he does well so then he actually gets a roster spot um, and not just sit in the pra- practice squad, but we'll see how he does. Yeah, you're going to get some people saying he's only on the practice squad because of his brother. Like, I saw when, when Thanos uh, got re-signed <laughs> to the Bucks. They're like, yeah, he's only there because of Giannis. So what? Yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> you have you have the one of the best, if not the best, edge defender. Make make the man happy. Yeah. Put, put his brother on the practice squad. And let's just hope he does something this, this preseason. Let's see what he's all about. And... Kind of going into the middle, though, this guy I am pumped up about. Number 44, Alec Ogletree. In this first, what, three three training camps, he got four interceptions. He, he's been just – he intercepts any Bears quarterback. Then I heard when Miami came to town, he didn't intercept like anyone or didn't do as well mm-hmm. because he just loves intercepting the Bears. It's like Kaepernick <laughs> with the Packers. Kaepernick just whoops up on the Packers. Ogletree kicks our ass. That's just the way it is. So, but in all honesty, I really want to see him perform. He's got the speed. I'm hearing that he's he, he's got the knowledge to know where things are at. And going back to my first team, if Danny Trevathan has lost a step, move over. Here's mm-hmm. Alec Ogletree. He seems like he's ready to play, that he's really fiery. He wants to be out there. And look at him. And if he's going to be there with the third string, I think he's going to be a leader out there. He was he was um, 
a big proponent, a big piece inside of the Rams Rams defense back in the day. And I think he's going to bring that experience to this really young room and he's going to make, make his own spot. So I'm excited to see, because based on how he plays, I think he either takes Trevathan's job or he's taking EA Booneyway or Woods, someone else based on how he's playing. I agree. He's had an amazing training camp and yeah, I, I, I could definitely see him taking a inside linebacker's spot. Either that that's first string, yeah. second string, because E. Bunuay and uh, Christian Jones, he's a, he's always been solid for the Bears when he was on the team and versatile too. Just yeah. plays everywhere. Yeah, and I feel like uh, jo- I was calling Joel. I don't want to say <laughs> e- I'll, I'll, I know Iggy. Iggy, I'll call Iggy, him Iggy. There yeah. you go. You know Iggy. He, from what I've known, he's just more of a special teamer, just very physical. So. I mean, I th- I think it's good too. He's in the second string according to that uh, unofficial depth chart by the Bears. So I almost want Iggy to do better, but it seems like Al Ogletree is producing very well for the Bears in training camp. Yeah. So we'll we'll just have to see how does he perform out there. Is he going to be moving up that depth chart and taking people's jobs, mm-hmm. <laughs> for lack of a better term? Yeah. Um, and this next person. They have him down as a third string, but this is also where the Bears, they they don't have like a slot cornerback position because there's that battle between number 20, Duke Shelley, and also number 27, Thomas Graham Jr. Uh, the rookie out of Oregon, he was someone who physically wasn't all there, um, hence the reason why he got went down in the draft, also took the year off because of COVID. Um inside of college and that caused him to slip but before that he was a playmaker he was someone that could really mirror people a real real student of the game Mm -hmm. as cliche as that sounds and number 27 thomas graham is fighting for that slot position so if you're watching the game he's easy to watch from a cornerback perspective and he's someone that you want to see how does he pair up with fast people if there's someone very fast that was the biggest concern with him coming out. And that's really what I want to see. How does he hold up? A- lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Against those, those faster players, because that was his biggest question mark. And so far out of camp, he's keeping up with Olympians, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Uh, Marquise Goodwin. But, <laughs> but he's keeping up with the faster people. So I'm really excited to see him because we might have something with him. But we just got to see it, see it come Saturday. Yeah, and I think that's why he, he, I think he'll make the roster spot because he does have a lot of potential, and uh, I, I'm excited to watch him too. Yeah, being, I think before, you know, COVID, he was like a first or second round talent, completely, and then, yeah, he dropped to like the fifth spot, sixth spot with the Bears, and. He was the biggest steal in our draft, so I think he's going to be very exciting to watch. 
and, and that's and I see that Duke Shelley is also technically third string, but really it's going to be number twenty oh, yeah. Duke Shelley and twenty seven. Keep an eye on that slot. It sounds like it's really Duke Shelley's spot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really his position, but it is interesting to see what Thomas Graham can do. But then my last my last group, the only safeties that I have on my watch list are Tease Tabor number thirty seven and number forty three Marquis Christian. The reason why I have these on is because they are like hybrid positions. Tease Tabor was originally another um, former Lion, um, <laughs> but he was out there really as a corner, always kind of seen as a slower corner, but has good coverage skills. Bears moved him out to safety. He appears to be making big plays. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 so I want to see how does he play back there, but also with Marky Christian, he kind of played that big nickel role uh, for the Bears in some of the training camp spots, but also has played in the slot as well, which I thought was really weird. So they're trying to move him around, and he was also someone before you know he took off the year last year for COVID as well. Before that, the Bears, I believe they either like stole him from the practice squad or locked him. They really, really wanted Marquis Christian. So now, what does he got? What's in the tank? What does he have out there? Because these are two people that we really don't have a lot of tape on. And how are they going to play for our team? There's, yeah, there's. I, I agree. There's so many question marks at the, the d- defensive back. I want to say defensive back because yeah, you don't know if Marquis Christian could even yeah. be a corner. Like he's Tabor could be, could be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they both could be anywhere on the Bears' defense. So, 
I I I think in total, just watch the def- the the defensive backs. They are going to be fighting. They're probably going to be swapping out every every you know every drive. They're going to be changing everyone's numbers and stuff. So it's going to be exciting to watch. I, I agree with that. It, when when you're getting into that third string where you're starting to, because with with the second string it, it was a lot of the the front. The, the Tongas, Travis Gibson, mm-hmm. Christian Jones. But then now with the third string, we're talking Ogletree, Graham, T. Stable. Different people like that that are in that back secondary. And that's a good thing to be looking for. Mm-hmm. And you said that you had six. Did we cover all six so, uh, yeah, in the pre-show? You had five. So the only, I had five. The, only, <laughs> the one I that was left out. I had James Vodders. Ooh, how James, did I forget? James Vodders, he is Mr. Preseason. He, and I'll be talking about this guy later on the offensive side. He's also Mr. Preseason. But James Vodders, he's just always been super exciting to watch on, you know, on the Bears defensive end and the in the third string. Like, he's... He's so much better than all the third string offensive linemen or the second string offensive linemen he's going going against. Like he had some uh, reps last year and he had some good sacks and he's a very good third string uh, rusher. So I I think uh, he's gonna be very exciting to just see off the edge and he'll probably get quite a bit of sacks or pressures at least uh, on this Dolphins offensive line. So. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. James Vodders, uh, number 93, he is someone that I'm pulling up his PFF grade. Not that PFF grades are like everything in the world, but he had two sacks last year and his overall grade was a 68. And that that just means like your average. And for your third, you know, for someone who's like your fifth person on the list, <laughs> that's really good. Mm-hmm. And can he take that next step? He always balls out in preseason. But can can he take that next step? Can he really become more of that leader? Because he it seems like he plays both the pass and run very well. Mm-hmm. And all around decent. I would yeah, I would say all I'd say decent. He's not amazing in anything, but he just does his job and he he's getting old, but I he's just always been a good backup to have and you know he's just going to do his job and yeah he does excellent against third string uh other third string <laughs> offenses and stuff so he's he'll, he'll be someone to watch out for and don't think he'll be starting because how he well he's doing in the third <laughs> string but yeah yeah maybe he'll be second string we'll that's the important part and and now so all the people that we've given out it's really the people that you're watching at first quarter second quarter third quarter now we get to this fourth quarter with the fourth string, if that's even a thing. <laughs> this is the, the misfits. The, yeah, on the unofficial depth chart, they're just like clumped together. It's just a group. So this is just the bottom of the barrel, but this is why you listen to the pod because we go through this stuff and we'll give you a couple different pieces. So 
Blake, who do you have on your list of people that we need to watch for uh, for defense so, with the fourth stringers? So yeah, this is this is just where you get all the weird the, the weird guys. You know, you get the undrafted, you get the Canadian League guys, you just get you know veterans that just kind of washed up or something. So for my first one to watch is Charles Snowden. My this man. guy, let's go. I think even though he might not do amazing i think they'll still keep on keep him on this 53 man roster this is just me predicting the future hopefully but number 49 charles snowden i think he's had great production at uh at virginia tech where he was from and with six sacks in eight games uh and he just is a physical talent he's really fun to watch just watch his highlight tapes he's He's got a lot of potential, and he's he kind of reminds me of that Leonard Floyd. And if he really? if he turns out like Leonard Floyd, I know we probably there's probably a lot of Leonard Floyd haters. I know I I loved him in the beginning, and then I started to hate him. If Charles Snowden, an undrafted free agent, becomes like Leonard Floyd, the guy we drafted in the first round, that's amazing. Like exactly, he's. If he becomes like Leonard Floyd and we didn't have to draft him, that's insane. So he'll be someone fun to watch. He seems like he's very explosive and just a very quick guy, which is always fun to watch, not a slow, you know. And I think adding to that, too, with Charles Snowden, he's got that burst off the line. Like you said, the six sacks, eight games at Virginia, he is someone who can blaze off the edge. He's like six, seven, six, eight, like freaking Kawhi Leonard out there, just (laughs) basketball player build. And the thing that made him go undrafted was his foot injury. He had a foot injury at the end of Virginia and now nobody wanted him. So it is, it is really curious because if he can ball out, you put the bears in a really weird spot where they have to add him to their team Mm -hmm. because you can't stash him on this practice squad because everyone else is going to be like, wait, this guy's foot is healed. Mm-hmm. That was what I was nervous about. Let's get him. He looks good. So he, there's a lot of pressure on him, like low key pressure for him to to produce. Yeah, and I I agree. And that goes to my next guy. We got number thirty one, Trey Robertson. Okay, Mister Canada. Mister <laughs> Canada. Mister Canada. He. We haven't, I haven't heard much of him, like at all, which I'm so disappointed about. Because Canada hyped him up so much, being the best corner in the league, Canada's finest. Yeah, Canada's <laughs> finest. You know, he just, I haven't heard much of, him, and I, I'm very disappointed to see him in this fourth string slash misfit slash others spot. I I expected him to almost be like a a second stringer or a nice backup for the Bears, but Canada, you're really not showing out for how good this team is. And I I hope, you know, when you're watching Trey Robertson, number 31, that, you know, he, he does show some of his good spurts that he had in Canada. And, you know. You, you got to watch him just because, like, I'm not going to watch Canadian football. I, I'm not going to watch any of that stuff. I'm I'm curious 
because there's like so much hype he's got the biggest contract and yeah. i don't know if you remember hearing it's all this like cam wake you remember he beat out cam wake's record oh. for how much a canadian's been a canadian football player has been paid and all this and yeah he's fourth string and so you're not you're not living up to the hype, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for nothing, Ken. For, yeah, come on. But yeah, any anyone else on that, or is uh, that like the other guy? I'm. This is just to go with the whole defensive back battle they've been having. Is Jordan Lucas? Uh, we kind of heard a little about a little bit about him last year. He didn't make the team. I think he was on the practice squad or something, but. He's back on there. Uh, we'll see if he does anything. He was on like the Chiefs uh, for two years, and he, he didn't have too much production. So we'll see if he does much here. And he's a little old, so I, I hopefully he can do something. But he might be one of those players that they'll they'll cut. So that safety spot is just really hard to get into when when you're looking at this team, just because you have the people that have already done it. Mm-hmm. Sean Gibson. Deion Bush, uh, Houston Carson, who who are you taking their job from? And that that's even like when we're talking about Chiefs Tabor and Marquis Christian. Yeah, if they're talented and they're making plays, that's awesome. But whose job are you taking? Yeah, you know what what spot are you removing from someone to what what are you, who are you taking that job from? And yeah, so. Like I'm next with the offense, yeah. and surprisingly, I actually have a pretty decent amount. And I'm looking at the Bears, uh, the Bears website, and yeah, it's not even considered fourth string; it's just considered other. Right <laughs> yeah, now. it's not even fourth string; it's just other. And the other people, <laughs> number one is C.J. Maribel, out of Coastal Carolina, rookie, undrafted, number thirty-seven. This is someone that I think I think Khalil Herbert's going to get majority of the carries. I think he's going to be the main person. But C.J. Maribel is a smaller, shiftier guy, kind of like Tariq Cohen. And that's actually why I put him on this list, because if Tariq Cohen is still injured, and let's say they put him on IR to start the season, let's say he's still got that stiffness, C.J. Maribel might be someone that they activate as a not saying he's as good as Tariq Cohen, but someone that can at least kind of play that small, shifty role that they would want to get out of a Tariq Cohen. Maybe Damian Williams takes that, but that that's why I'm just curious, how much is he playing? What does he look like? Because low-key, he could be someone that they keep on the practice squad or even have on the active roster because of his kind of Tariq Cohen-ness, aka shortness. <laughs> but short shiftiness because he might be able to play there. But then the next person that I have shifting over to the wide receivers, I have number 83 Daz Newsome, a rookie out of North Carolina. I don't know if he's going to be playing or not. That's why he might be on this other because he broke his collarbone. He's still probably rehabbing it a little bit. So maybe they don't suit him up, but he is someone to look out for. Most likely number 83 is going to be in the slot. Because that's really where he played at North Carolina. He's he's a body catcher, but he's very explosive after the catch. So he could really make some nice yak plays. So yards after that catch. And low-key, really, really, really want to see this guy 
John Bea Johnson, number 86, I believe. My uh, my font's a little off. And this guy has been making some splashes with, with Justin Fields. So I'm really excited to see him uh, ball out and really take over when there's like no one else on the field. John Bea Johnson is going to come out and people are going to be like, who is this guy? And I I'm just really excited to see what he has to put out there because he's been putting up highlights with Justin Fields, which means he might be running with the twos. You know, this is an unofficial depth chart. So is he moving up? Is he a practice squad player that we need to be on the lookout for? Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you you've been bringing up all these I'm glad I have a completely different offensive side. Really? Offensive list, yeah. <laughs> and I mean it's kind of all the old preseason guys that we kind of had mm. running. So I'm glad that you had it because I even learned a little bit. I was like, oh, I never <laughs> heard of that guy. I mean, John Vea Johnson, I mean, and CJ Maribel. That's the last person yep. I had. I had I had the two running backs besides CJ Maribel on there because Ryan Knoll, he has been another performer in the preseason. He always does well in the preseason. And I he's just a favorite of mine. Like he's Oh yeah. He he can't hate the guy. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah, he's a great runner. Like he's just runs with this toughness and I think he had he had like a pretty I don't know, I don't wanna you know, overshoot this or anything, but I think it was like a forty yard touchdown like last season or something. Oh, yeah. He just <laughs> You're like, what? I remember this. The it was like a there was a headline. It was Ryan Nall burst for fifty yard yeah. touchdown or something. It's like burst burst is a strong yeah. word. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, I, I was surprised he could run that fast for a big man. Like he, he's built like a fullback, but he uh, a smaller fullback, but he, he runs well and uh I, he's just exciting to watch. So I don't know if he's gonna make the team at all, but with all these run, this running back depth, so, but he's fun to watch. Otherwise, you know, just cheer for him, cheer for the guy. And I mean, I, the other running back I had was Arta- Artavius Pierce. So we have Give every Oregon State some love. I see, yeah, <laughs> loving or loving your Oregon State Beavers. Yeah, and he, he, he's just a guy. He played a little bit last year uh, during the season, and he's just quick. He gets the job done he's nothing too special but i like his explosiveness and everything and he's he's one of those guys like i think he has a lot to prove like he he didn't play too much last year and i think he wants to try to get a roster spot again and you know provide for this team so he'll be someone to you know be good to watch yeah if if Tariq cohen's out like let's say they put him on IR and he is out for multiple weeks. Who do you think makes? Do you, do you think a fourth running back makes this roster between Nall, Pearson, Maribel? That that's hard. I mean, you yeah, you look at the depth they have. Like David Montgomery, he's he's one of those. He's a healthy running back. Like he does not get injured too often, and if he yeah. does, it'll be. We have Cordero Patterson as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he'll just it seems like he always just shrugs off injuries. Like he's so tough where you, like other rosters I feel like have to worry about that fourth running back, but we don't have to because David Montgomery's so tough. And That's we got point. Damian Williams and Cleo Herbert 
and I think Khalil Herbert has won over all all three of those guys: Ryan Nollar, Tavius Pierce, and C.J. Maribel. I think he's got the win on all of those. And the only person I could see them adding is Ryan Nall. I think so. Yeah. Just because he is that kind of fullback spot where you're like, oh, we need a tough runner. We need a this not a bowling ball, but you know, we just need a big guy to block or just go through the hole and just throw his body. You know? Yeah, it, he plays that versatile fullback, tight end, wherever you need him, in, in special teams as well. Mm-hmm. And and when you're looking at that, j- just like what you what you talked about with David Montgomery, if he were to go down, Damian Williams is really that receiving back can play that that uh, also just you know normal running back yeah. obviously, but Khalil Herbert appears to have that ability too. So. Do you just have Williams and Herbert? Obviously, we're speculating about injuries, <laughs> yeah. but I think, but yeah, it, it'll be a really interesting to see what these running backs do and what they become. But yeah, my my last person on this list, though, so you might already have this guy too, but number eighty-seven, Jester Horsted. Let's the go. This is let's go. This is Mr. Preseason on the yes. offensive side. I was talking about. What, Mr. Princeton, I think? <laughs> Mr. Princeton. Mr. Princeton, just for Horstead. But this is the guy that you do need to watch because he is very athletic. He's the receiver. He's going to light people up at that tight end position. And also, he has a chance to kind of make the roster as a receiver or just the, the practice squad. I, I want to also see, like, does he actually play special teams? What else is he doing? He can receive. Is he blocking? What is he doing? Because we know he can catch. He's mm-hmm. going to light people up, <clears throat> as in catching. <laughs> but I'm really, I'm really curious to see how how he's performing because he's also very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, he's every preseason you're just like oh number eighty seven with a one handed catch. Like he, he's just amazing. Every year, like he does this, and you're just like, how is he not on the team? How has he not gotten signed by someone else? Like, and it must be like Brad was saying, like he might he needs to show something else. Like, can he block? Can he play special teams? Can he just do that dirty work that you know a third string, fourth string needs to do to stay on the team? And I think I I, I didn't say Ryan Nolan and Artier. Artavius's Pierce's number. <laughs> Artavius. There it is. There you go. Ryan Noll is number 35, the only white running back. So you <laughs> can't be, miss him. You can't, can't miss, miss him. him. And Artavius Pierce, 49. So weird how Charles Snowden and Artavius Pierce will be wearing the same number. Mm. Snowden is not a running back. So don't, <laughs> don't miss, you know. I also have a late addition just because I want to just yell this guy's name at the top of my lungs when I when I watch the game. But number forty nine, Scooter Harrington. <laughs> I, I just Scoot. I just want to hear Scooter Harrington getting a pass. It has absolutely nothing about making a roster spot or or anything. I haven't heard anything about him except for his name. I just want to see him make a catch yeah. and just freak out because it's the it's it's the other other string yeah. players you just want to 
just enjoy yourself. I just want to see Scooter catch a pass. Yeah, it's the same. It's, it's a shame when they cut Jake butt. Uh, I oh. I just wanted to see a butt in the end zone and just you know <laughs> see a celebration. Chicago Bear, great. Yeah, Jake, Jake butt. butt. <laughs> and um and anyone else because that that's my list of of the fourth stringers did i miss anyone that uh, you had i don't on think yours? you missed anyone i i'm looking at the rock depth chart again and i do not see and, anyone and i will say i missed one other person from the third string that i didn't add into your list this is someone that i'm really curious to see so with the third string he's probably going to be playing with justin fields but number 14, Rodney Adams, he was, I believe, a fifth round pick from Minnesota and has bounced around from different practice squads. He's a wide receiver that is a speedster, and it seems like we're trying to get a lot faster on offense. And I remember at the beginning of training camp, it always seemed like Rodney Adams was coming down with touchdown passes from Justin Fields. So what I'm curious to see is, are they going to be trying to hit them deep? showing off that deep ball pass that we actually have a quarterback that can throw it past 20 yards accurately, (laughs) not throw it past the receiver 20 (laughs) yards, but actually throw it to the receiver. So I really want to see Rodney Adams to see what he's got. And I don't think he's really going to be fighting for a roster spot. I think it's going to be more practice squad, but it'll be nice to know that we at least have some depth and some speed that's kind of waiting in the wings that has good chemistry with fields. But I just want to see what he's all about. Yeah. He is 26. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner hear that that's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack and that that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors right now there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day that's why at paraton we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on because if we don't the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 so oh, damn. I don't yeah it's great he's a two-year player yeah Minnesota and then went to the Colts 
And yeah, so I don't, I'm not well yeah. educated in the, you know, the, I don't know if he, he's too old to be in the practice squad or if that's the last year he can be in. And you don't, I don't know if the Bears want to have a practice squad player that old. Yeah, 26. I mean, might, must have been like a redshirt senior mm-hmm. or, or something because that for, for two years in the league, I still think that he's able to be practice, like be on the practice squad. But yeah, that's that's old. Yeah, uh, that that's you know. And being that old, I mean, if he is in the practice squad, you got to worry about if he is playing well that they want to have him in the practice squad. He might get picked up. You never know. Yeah, this is true because if he's going back and forth, let's say an injury happens to the Colts, he was on their yeah. practice squad. Are they going to bring him back and bring him in for some extra speed? And, and yeah, and so so there you have it. That is the entire Bears roster of who you need to be paying attention to. Hopefully you're jotting down the numbers, but there is one other very, very important piece. I can't believe we forgot this. Like, do you have any special teamers that we need to be watching out for? I mean, not, I mean, that's the thing. There's no competition really for this. So it's kind of hard. Pat O'Donnell, he does the same old, same old. Hopefully he can, he can just punt well this year because He's kind of been under some fire lately. And one thing, I don't know if you know too much about this, but Brian Johnson, he is on the team. He is the second string kicker behind Cario Santos. So I don't know if Matt Nagy has this guy just behind Cario Santos to put pressure on him. You know, he likes having that competition. But Cario Santos was probably, arguably... The best kicker in the league last year, because I don't think he missed. So, I I'm I I'm not excited to see this Brian Johnson guy, but more just questioning like, why is he on the team? <laughs> yeah, I think that the biggest piece with Brian Johnson, besides having the most generic name ever, but Brian Johnson, <laughs> I think he it, it's just to have another kicker back there that you're able to to bring back in, yeah. which makes me kind of question why not Pinero? I, I don't know. If, I actually don't know if Pinero is on another team, but still, as long as you're just trying out another kicker, just to have someone in the back that's able to at least kick for you. But for me, I'm not necessarily like looking for an individual. I'm just curious who's able to do kick return and punt return. Now that we no longer have Cordero Patterson and also, after Tariq Cohen's been injured on punt return, we need returners. Mm-hmm. And also, the biggest piece, the biggest, the biggest cog in this, is who can actually play special teams. Be on the lookout for all those different numbers that we talked about, and are they playing special teams? Because if let's say let's just say Alec Ogletree or Christian Jones, if they're able to be a if they are playing special teams, they can take the job of EA Booneyway or or a uh, or a Josh Woods because of their flexibility on that special teams. Because a lot of times those positions are purely special teams positions. So a lot of those people that we just mentioned, just look for them out on special teams and just keep a mental note. So just who is actually out there, who is actually playing, because that is how backups make the roster. And yeah, I, that's 
exactly right. And that's why I was saying before, Chris Lacey, he's in at the second string for kick returner. So he can provide that kick return ability. If he's a six string wide receiver, that's perfect. Because you don't want your first string wide receiver, you don't want your second string wide receiver like Darnell Mooney running yeah, out there. I don't like that. Possibly getting injured. He was doing that last year, and I was like, kneel it. Just like, you know, wave it off. <laughs> Take it easy. Just, just, just don't get it hurt. Off. We need you. And that's why I like, I like you know, Khalil Herbert is kick returning. And Demir Bird is punt returning. And, you know, you see these later these later string guys kind of providing in special teams, which definitely helps, you know, with injuries and not being worried about our, you know, important, not important, but first string, second <laughs> our player. Our important people. Yeah. Let's, let's get real here. Let's get real here. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's all I really had for um and I, I, I actually saw Eddie Pinheiro. I was interested. Yeah. He's a place kicker now for the Indianapolis Colts. Oh. So I yeah. Maybe what? that's what you what know about Blankenship. Blankenship. Maybe he's just the backup. Yeah, for, Blankenship is for goggles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He I think he just might just hold the kicks for Blankenship. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. I mean that's kind of seems like the position that Brian Johnson is in. Yeah, because well, yeah, you you always need that backup kicker just in case you never know. Uh, it, that that's just how special teams rolls. So now that we've got now now that we've gone through the entire roster, now let's what we're gonna do next is we're just gonna go through offense and defense and last little bit. Who do we think has to do well? Through, through this who has the most pressure on them to do well and let's let's start with offense Blake who do you have on your list that has to do well from the offensive side? I think this is a toss-up between two guys and I think Riley Ridley has the most to prove he is like we were saying he has so many spurts of being good but he just hasn't made the team he just keeps getting on the practice squad. He keeps losing to Javon Wims. He has to prove himself. He has to block. He has to be more consistent. He has to just make a big-time touchdown or something to help him prove himself. And, you know, I, I honestly think if he doesn't do it again, they might not even waste a preseason uh, uh, spot on him on the practice squad because he's been on there and – he just hasn't improved. It seems like. Yeah, so. he was he was my one of my guys. Okay. Uh, I, I jotted down two just in case if you were going to take one. But yeah, I completely agree. You hear that he makes like two touchdowns and that he's looking good. Yeah. And then he drops like three passes. Oh. In in the the you know one when, when we have training camp. But since since you took one of my guys, my guy my next guy is Andy Dalton. Mm. because to me, it, it, he's only going to get like eight snaps. Yeah. If he Fs up one of those snaps and Justin Fields balls out or just plays average, like we all just, Mac Jones played decent. He played okay. And now everyone is calling for uh, Cam Newton's head because Cam Newton didn't play that well. Yeah. And he was going against starters. 
if Andy Dalton doesn't do well or throws one interception in his eight snaps, everyone is going to be calling for his head. There is so much pressure on him to just do okay. If I was Andy Dalton, I'd be praying that I would just hand the ball off eight straight snaps <laughs> and just call it a day and not see this because one one mess up, everyone's going to want him gone. And everyone's going to want Justin Fields because I think he's going to perform. I think that's a very good pick. I mean, Riley Ridley is more of that, you know, he's just trying to get on the team, but you know, at the quarterback spot, you are in the headlight and, you know, everyone loves Justin Fields. Andy Dalton, people are, I think are warming up to him, hearing how well he's doing in training camp. Andy's got a beard. Like yeah, he, he, he grows the beard, beard and everyone's like, so well. I like this guy. <laughs> yeah. Like everyone's like, this is, why do we have him as our quarterback? Grows a beard. Everyone freaking loves him. He's a man now. He's a man. He's what if Mike Glennon grew a beard? Like if Mike <laughs> Glennon grew a beard, it would cover up like half of his I, neck. People would be like, I, I think this guy's okay now. We should keep him. <laughs> yeah, something to just cover up that neck. You know, just cover that thing up. That thing's nasty. Yeah. So, so enough. En- that's enough Glennon talk for one podcast. But uh, who did you have as a defensive player that's that's got a ball out so, that's got to show I t- it? I touched on him before, and it is that Desmond Trufant. Like, yes. he... He's old. He's he's a veteran just like Dalton, where you expect so much out of him. And he is from the Lions, so you don't as much, but still, like you expect he's like thirty one going on thirty two. You expect him to be this veteran, you have to have this presence. And if he doesn't honestly, if he's not a sex second string guy, if he you I expect him to be the first string, but it seems like he's not even gonna be first string. If he is on that second string, he might make the team, but if these younger guys are beating him and playing just as well as he is, like, why keep this guy? He's not he doesn't have any bonus. You can just release him, get a million but million bucks, and you're you know, he's he has to do really well and there's nothing for the Bears to lose if they caught him. And that's where his special teams comes into play. He was yet again, he was my number one pick on on my list as well. Yeah. If he doesn't play special teams, which he won't, and it sounds like he's not going to be on special teams, then why keep him? And when you have other people that can play and, you know, you get rid of him and maybe you can pick him up if, if an injury happens. Yeah, he's I, – I, I, I had very high expectations for him just because, you know, knowing the name doesn't fun, I'm like – I. I remember the Bears facing. I'm like, oh, this guy's decent, but in reality, you know, he may not be that good when he's on a good defense. He had a couple like yeah. good seasons. And- yeah, he had good seasons when he was on the Falcons and stuff. And I don't know. He he's got the dread, so he's cool. But <laughs> we need more dread. Yeah, That's- we do need more dread. Marky Christian can be off the team because he <laughs> cut his dreads. He's he's off. Yeah. So <laughs> I. I want to see him, and I mean, this is my other pick. I don't know if you had another pick too, but I had James Vodders. Mm, yeah, I, I didn't have Vodders. It was, it's kind of, it's kind of like the Riley Ridley. It's like there's not much pressure on him from the outside. Like there's not many fans like rooting against him, but for himself, he really has to, you know, try to make that roster spot again. And just, I feel like he, 
he he just he needs to get an extra thing to his game like he he's so average he just has to get something going because he he didn't play too many snaps last year and when he did he was good but there's a lot more competition with charles snowden and uh travis gibson now mini mac yeah mini mac (laughs) you know these guys taught you uh, they they just had to taught you yeah we haven't even talked about him yeah i mean there's a lot more guys in front of him now where you know, last year we didn't have as much as deep of a uh, outside linebacker spot. So, I mean, he, he seems like he has to prove himself even more this year. He, he kind of reminds me of, if you remember Jonathan Anderson, it was an inside yeah. linebacker with like John yeah. Timu, where whenever he played, he just felt good. Yeah, he did. You're like, you're like he's just a solid player. He's probably going to make the team or he's going to be on the practice squad. But we could probably do better. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly like where he's at. You know that he's not going to. It doesn't seem like Vodders is going to take that next jump, that next step. But you just hope he does. Yeah. You hope yeah, that you ho- he does something that makes you believe in him more that, yes, we need him on this team. And it's I have the same thing where he is getting older. So it's, it's one of those things like I still remember Michael Jordan saying this. Players are paid for potential, not their skill necessarily. It's are you do you have potential to be good in this league? And that's why you see, you know, younger players like Charles Snowden or something, you, you know. He may not be playing or putting up as many numbers as, you know, James Vodders or something, but because he's younger and he's got this potential, you know, six nine is huge frame, like he might just beat him just because he's got this potential. Yeah, C- completely. So, yeah, that, it's something he's just got to play very well, and he's like twenty eight or twenty seven or something. Yeah, he was another one of those like older, older people that so surprisingly, surprisingly yeah, older than old. you expected. Yeah, and yeah, so like I said though, for for my side, I had Desmond Trufant, and but my backup just in just in case. It's it's a it's a solid one, but Josh Woods, Josh. It, I went back and forth between Josh Woods and EA Booneywinner mm-hmm. because both of them, like like I mentioned before, they're they're the people that they didn't trust enough to start at inside linebacker when someone went down. That speaks volumes for what type of a player they are. That they're just special teams. So you bring in a Christian Jones that can play special teams and you bring in Alec Ogletree that can play and can Ogletree is Ogletree going to be on special teams? Because if he is, then he's going to be trying to gun for one of their jobs and maybe they end up keeping Trevathan. And I think the how Josh Woods and also EA Booneyway play is really going to determine if they're going to be on this roster, because if you can't trust them to start or, you know, fill in and do a halfway decent job, their job is gone. And that's why Woods has got to kick it up because EA Booneyway is beating him out on the depth chart. And EA Booneyway also can play special teams. So if someone's got to go, he's the low man on the totem pole. He just bought a new house. He needs this money. <laughs> he's got to play his butt off. 
because he needs this money. I saw that house. <laughs> he needs <Somehow>. this money. <laughs> so yeah. hopefully he can he can put things together. I, but I think I think what we've been seeing just throughout just talking about this is how well the Bears have just been doing this throughout, you know, preseason and stuff is how well they've been doing with creating this like competition and stuff throughout the entire roster. Like yeah. it seems like everyone on this team is like is their spot kind of besides the first stringers i mean and andy dalton like every spot is like up in the air and it's it's good to see because they're just trying to get the best people you know in in the locker room and you know the best people to help this team win and you really like to see it and it's I know they Matt Nagy Matt Nagy's job and uh, Adam Pace is uh Ryan Pace. Pace. No? Ryan, Ryan Pace. Pace. Yeah, yeah. I was getting I Adam know. Gase and Ryan. Yeah, Gase yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Ryan Pace like even though they're getting a lot of hate last year, they do have they are smart guys and I I I do trust them this season surprisingly. Yeah, I really like the depth Except offensive line. Yeah. Seriously, just just yeah. bring in Russell Okun or any of those other like free agents. Billy Turner. I think Billy Turner. Um, just any of those people. We need it. We need it for Justin. We we need an offensive line for Justin Fields so he doesn't get his ass whooped uh, when he's out there. So, yeah, I, I think I I totally agree. It's that that depth and also those starters. And really, when you're watching this, that that's the that's the beauty of preseason. You don't don't worry about if the team's up or if the team's down. If the team loses, so what? Because right now it's about when the starters are out, what do they look like? And then like what we talked about, going through the numbers, who is battling for those positions and what are they able to do? Because really, that's what matters here in the preseason is the individual growth, the individual development, and what they look like, and to watch Justin Fields ball out. So make sure, everyone, to rate us five stars, subscribe, whatever you need to do, share this out, let all your friends know uh, we're starting this thing up. What we're shooting for is maybe an episode a week. We might even try to do multiple ones if we can fit that into the week. And we're going to see how much we can do just so we can kind of push out this content to you. So make sure to come back. But guess what? Football is here. We have Justin Fields on Saturday. Super excited. And we'll see you next time. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. 
texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. 